What's going on, guys? It's your boy Crimson Black, also known as the Darkling Skin. Yes, the hero has fallen. And it's your boy Damien Duago. He almost forgot your name. <laughs> he almost forgot his name. AKA, my boys call me Damo. <laughs> AKA, you can't cause you not my boy. AKA, the original Stardust DG. Oh. Hashtag, okay. I'm coming for you, Rhodes. <laughs> Hey, I'd pay to see that. Anyway, <laughs> so this week we are, it's going to be a much shorter episode, mainly because of the fact we don't have much to talk about when it comes to this subject, but I think it's an interesting conversation. So we're going to speed through the plug stuff. Still doing everything. We have officially launched 13 Gaming, yada, yada, yada. Follow me at all the social medias for all of the updates on that. Uh, right now we are, we have Smash and Dragon Ball Fighters, we are also picking up for uh, Nicktoons Unite. Well, not Nicktoons Unite, Jesus Christ. Did love that game though. But uh, <laughs> Nickelodeon All-Stars, yeah. we, we're gonna be picking up for that as well. Like I said, send me your combos. Mm -hmm. If they are good enough and you can prove yourself, absolutely, we will sign you to a, a 13 Gaming and you will never have to pay for another tournament in your life. Nope. And outside of that, not really much going on. How about yourself? Um. King Cross Creations is up and coming. Uh, we're doing pretty well on TikTok. Uh, trying to build that follower account so I can do a lot more stuff mm -hmm. with both people who are up there and just in general. So come support your boy. King Cross Creations on YouTube is still building. Everything's still going. Just kind of got to buy a couple more things, plug, a fourth, uh, plug up a little more things, and then that'll get going. Um, so, yeah. Still looking for a artist in either American comic book or, I guess, Asian comic book, technically. Well, manga style. Manga, manhwa, manhwa, the, the three big ones, mm -hmm. um, to create stories and different concept arts so I can actually do a little bit more. Um, follow, Hit me up at Twitter at who. Bro, that joke you hit me with is throw me off. <laughs> I swear, I'm like, oh, love it. We love to see it. Oh wow. Well, at um, Drago War Chief, War Chief, and we'll get it started. All right, cool. This week we are discussing speculation, and is it good? for overall products that we are expecting. We are mainly going to focus on two things. Two things that kind of like see both sides of it. So on one side, we got Willy's Wonderland, which everybody expected nothing from. And on the other side, we have uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, which everyone is expecting the world from at this point. So, I'll give my take on uh, Willy's Wonderland first and then Spider-Man. Willy's Wonderland okay. was a movie that I saw and I was like, yo, this is like the dumbest thing. I read it and it goes, guy has to clean haunted restaurant and not get killed by animatronics. I was like, this is the dumbest <laughs> movie ever. But then, oh, then I saw who that guy was the late, the great, the forever well, it going. Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be late, because late means that he's no longer among us. All right, all right. That, that man's going to outlive us all. He's going to be like Betty White. 
Like, <laughs> well, I, I, can't, I can't think of it. I couldn't Nicolas think of Nicolas Cage, the man, the myth, the Spider-Man noir. He is great in this. I've never seen a movie where the protagonist of the movie says absolutely nothing. Yeah, it was great. And it was still so great. My, was, I, I had a lot of people that, like, just coming across basically just fuming through reactions and stuff like that. A lot of people actually didn't like the fact that he didn't spoke. They were hanging on, hoping that he would say something by the end. And I was like, please let him stay to the bit and be quiet the whole time. Because so, you know me. I'm like, hey, bro, everything for the bit. Let's get it. So, <laughs> when, so when the credits rolled... And he said nothing. Not a god dang word. I was like, absolutely, yes, all of this, yes. So, I... So I'll, I'll, I'll say this. So there are like some theories that a lot of people have made from the movie and one that's my favorite and why I was so glad he didn't say any mo- anything. Because the theory of the, for the movie that I believed in is that he is the, either the devil or the demon that they made to deal with. And he got tired of them dodging of them dodging him. So he came to collect. See, that wouldn't make sense though. Based but he's off a de- of, well. The that reason- wouldn't make sense uh, based off of how he ended up being in that position in the first place. That's the only reason why I say that. Well, it was one of those things where it's like a happy accident. He was going there anyway, and then they flatten his. And he's a he's all he's a sucker for the deal. So if, as soon if as also they- if that was the case, he wouldn't have brought her along with him at the end. That's all I'm saying. I I like it, but based off of what like we got, I actually like the just this man was just wandering from place to place and just happened to come across this shit and only did it because he's like, Y'all are gonna fix my fucking car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know about I don't I like that one either, but the reason why I like the whole demon one, because it would explain how this man's is miles away but can still see the explosion in his sunglasses when the explosion is behind him. Yeah, but to be fair, he wouldn't see anything. That was more of a, uh, an effect that the editing team wanted to do because they wanted to make it more badass. That has nothing to do with the lore. That has everything to do with filmography. I know, but I always, you know me, I like to tie, like, I will, I will tie how they shot a scene upside down into what went along with that story. Yes, but that's showing perspective. And, like, most time that is, like, Hey, on screen, this is what this person is thinking, and we can't say it, so we'll uh, we'll show it. Yeah. For example, like your example of shit being shot upside down, oftentimes that's because of the fact that something the character feels is like turning their world upside down. Yeah. Which is kind of like, or those everything is not as it seems type deal. But when it comes to that movie, because of the fact that everybody, for the most part, when they saw who was attached to it, they kind of got the rumors of how this movie even came to be in the first place. Nobody really expected anything of this. Everybody, as soon as like it came to be that this movie was even existing, everybody was like, this movie is going to be terrible. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that this movie isn't... I'll put it to you this way. Oh, it's a great bad movie. It's, it this it is, is probably this... one of my favorite worst movies of all time. This movie shows you everything wrong with most horror tropes. I actually won't even say that. So this movie was a resurgence of... I'm trying to remember the name of those movies. You remember the uh, really over-the-top horror movies that were just fucking silly? 
like um, I can't uh, death like, proof. Do you remember that? Where it was the motherfucker who was in a stunt car. It was killing other people at while he was oh, a fucking driver. Yeah. yeah, like it, it reminded me of that. I can, I like can that style of movie, which we haven't seen in a while. I totally get that. It, it like the other movie that I can't remember the name of it, but had the chick that was an amputee who ended up having her leg turned into an M16. Oh, uh, fucking, uh, I think it was like, I think it was like. Sh- Zombie strippers or some shit like that? No, uh-uh. Because they weren't fighting. I don't think they were fighting zombies in that one. Uh, but still, like movies like that that haven't been around in a very long time. So I I was getting a lot of wind of that, which are made to be B movies. Which fun fact, if anybody wants to know the trivia, B movie actually comes from the fact that most uh, movies had double features mm-hmm. and they would play a shorter like lower budget movie before the like main attraction oh yeah cause going back in the day going to the movie theaters was like an all, all day night thing. like an yeah. all day thing so like, you would go to the movie there would be a section of previews that would trail the B movie into the real movie when that's also where the word trailer comes from when it comes to uh previews and stuff like that as well mm-hmm. so i i really think that it felt like that's what they were going for but because of the fact that if anybody expected this to be a good movie it probably wouldn't have done as well as it did no if you went into because this movie th- like this is absolutely going to end up being a cult classic one day oh absolutely i'm so to be i i get how cults and classics works but to be fair i'm surprised it isn't already especially as big and as um I'm going to say mouthy, mm-hmm. the FNAF fandom is. Yeah, but I don't think, I, I actually haven't looked into this much, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure if the FNAF fandom actually hopped on a Willy's Wonderland. I would, especially if this was this was not one like, of the scripts that he wrote for it. Yes, but at the same time, like, what I mean by, like, the fandom, I mean, like, the majority of the people who are fans of FNAF. And the majority of people who are fans of FNAF aren't really fans of Five Nights at Freddy's in general. They're just fans of what their favorite YouTuber has done with the property. I respect that. So, like, the majority of people, for example, didn't really care about FNAF until a tiny little YouTuber named Markiplier started making videos for it. Mm-hmm. And when that wildfire spread, that's when more people started giving a shit. It wasn't because of the game itself. It was because of the YouTubers playing it because that's what was bringing attention to the game. Yeah, that would also explain why, like, some of the people that, like, bought most of the merchandise and a lot of the stuff for it were, like, either kids, kids or parents buying it for their kids. Because they, not... they don't know what the what it's about. No, they just, they just see, oh, it's just a little animatronic toy. But what I do, do really respect about um, when it comes to this movie is that there are a lot of times... Where I'm just like, this is like hilarious. And it goes to show you like, depending on who you have in different roles, Mm -hmm. certain things come off a lot differently. Like like when Nicolas Cage was, spoiler alert, was facing the ostrich first, like any other person that they could have put there probably would have acted a little scared, but he's just like, come on, I know you can move. it's, It's not even that. Like, I feel like when it came to that, kind of go with uh, speculation and expectations. It really felt like because of who they cast, mm-hmm. everybody kind of had it in their mind what he was going to be bringing to this role. Remember, this is the same dude who in like 
I think Mandy came out, what, two, three years ago? Yes, probably came out longer than that. I'm terrible at time. But <laughs> when that movie came out, he was literally sitting in a bathroom in his underwear, holding a bottle of liquor, screaming at the top of his lungs for like two minutes straight. So this is, <laughs> this is that same man. So when you see his face, there's already something that you're expecting, yeah. especially because, again, this this is the man who screamed the bees and will forever be known as a national treasure because of it. So I think the expectation of who was in that role, if you're a fan of Nicolas Cage, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Oh, absolutely. And the saddest thing ever is this is one of his better movies and he says absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. I do have one gripe with that movie. What's up? Why did they make the brother who don't want to do this also the guy that would have sex anywhere? Because of the fact that he was a teenager. I most, get most of the hood niggas I know will do a lot of dumb stuff if a bad girl is like, hey, let's get it right now. I'm just... No, but here's the thing. She was the one, He's the one that instigated. He saw a happy fun room and was like, hey, yo, let's go over here. Away from everybody. Because she was already into it, remember? She was getting him in like on it when they were still on the roof. Bruh, like, my homie's like, look, man, we don't need to be in here. We know what happened here. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you know, he like, hey, bruh. Hey. You know what it was? Uh, uh, I, you know uh, what it was? A very attractive female can make a lot of smart people do dumb stuff. Nah, this is what I did. I think he, as soon as he hit that building, my man gave up hope of getting out. Probably. He gave yeah. up hope of getting out and was just like, you know what? If I'm going to die, I'm going to die doing something fun. Come over here, girl. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> All right, so, but as a whole, I feel like everybody's like low expectations. There wasn't very much speculation when it came to this. So there wasn't any, like, I don't remember seeing like any theories about this movie at all. Like when it, when it was first announced, like before they were gonna do anything. Like we got, we got the character list. We got some, we kind of got a little bit of promotion work showing all of the animatronics. And then they showed Nicolas Cage and the pinball machine. Outside of that, not really much. Yeah. So because of that, there wasn't really a lot for them to try to like work against when it comes to the fandom that they're trying to push it to. So luckily, that was okay. Yeah. But I, I say that the speculation kind of hurt this movie. How so? Because... I'm not sitting here saying this is like one of those movies that's like gonna win an Oscar. But I will say this is one of those movies that everyone should see, especially if they just wanna turn their brain off, watch a movie and have a good time. Yeah. But how does speculation uh, kinda harm that? Because a lot of people don't like to waste their time. Uh, so they, they have this perceived, uh, so as soon as they this have, is going to be terrible, so they don't even bother trying? Exactly. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can absolutely see that. And the speculation from the movie, especially with what it was about, who was starring in it, and everything, it was a hard enough sell when you said, it, oh, haunted animatronics. It was an even harder sell when you said, oh, starring Nicolas Cage. That's, that's fair. So that, that is absolutely fair, because he is absolutely a niche actor. So I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, but kind of yeah. moving on to the big chunk chunk meat and potatoes when it comes to this conversation. We got Far From Home coming out in what, three months? Three months now? What is it? Like it comes out in December? Yeah. Well, a little, a little over two months, technically. Okay. So 
we got that dropping. Everybody has had theory after theory after theory. Look, guys. Now, granted, none of it is like out of nowhere. It's all warranted. Yeah, like these, all the theories make sense. And if you pay attention to the MC, well, the most of them make sense. The biggest theory that we're kind of going to discuss and seeing if it's helping or hurting is obviously the Andrew Garfield, uh, Tobey Maguire rumor that they're going to be in the movie. Now, that expectation will make or break a lot of people's enjoyment of this movie. Well, it's all about how they use them. My Well, here's the thing. Even if they do use them, if they're not in the whole movie from start to finish, somebody's going to be pissed off. I can see that. Because my, my whole thing about it is I kind of want them to be a lesser version of how Tony was in Civil War uh-huh. where you could see that Tony was like a very big part of the movie but if you took all of his stuff out it wouldn't the, change anything it wouldn't change anything yeah because, I'd be okay with that because that's how I want it it's, it's, it's really hard to like walk that line though this is going to be a very very hard thing to balance and everybody like behind the movie has been trying to like temper expectations Mm -hmm. and I really think that a lot of people are going to be upset at this movie for some reason one like there's going to be one thing or another that's everybody's going to be like yeah I'm mad at this this wasn't worth the wait yada 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 well yeah but that's just movies in general the one thing that I am expecting to happen but I really am sad for the people that it affects Uh is that We've already gone through a trailer sort of like this that completely lied to us about how this movie was going to flow, what was going to happen. Hey, when. bro, they lied about everything at the Endgame trailer. Endgame trailer? Bro, I'm talking about Infinity War. No, Hulk- they, they lied about more in uh, Endgame than they did Infinity War because they removed entire people from scenes <laughs> in that one, remember? Oh, yeah. Because Pepper wasn't in it. Like, oh. they, they, they removed entire people. They- like, Pepper wasn't in it. Captain Marvel wasn't in it. Like there was so much shit that was just out of the movie. Snapped. So what I'm what I'm gonna what I don't want to happen is because it's I can already see it happening, is where people are mistranslating how certain people's characterizations and like are and how they are based off the trailer, and then it's gonna be completely different in the movie. Because I'm sorry, anyone who says that in those trailers, uh, Doctor Strange is acting out of character. Did not watch the Doctor Strange movie. They well, only no, they, didn't. they you could have only known him from those like twenty minutes he was in Infinity War and Endgame, from Which, where he says, "I will let you die to protect this stone." You you mean he wouldn't do that to cast a spell? You mean the man who immediately learned how to do a teleportation spell and then read an entire Forbidden Library just cause? Yep. Like if. And the only reason why he did that is because he knew at the end of the day, if that stone leaves, everyone dies. That's why he said that. Not to mention, they he didn't have, like respect any of those guys yet. He had just met him. Yeah. And the one thing that we know about Tony is that like anybody who he meets at first, he's a dick to. But as soon as he warms up to him, it's, he's a whole different person. Look at his relationship with Wong, for fuck's sake. His relationship with his, Wong. His look. relationship with Baron Mordo in the first one. Like, he opens up to him after being a dick to him the entire first half of the movie. Like, the uh, first section of their kind of relationship before they kind of turn into rivals. And 
it's just it's just kind of what he does it's his character trait he standoffish until he feels like they earn his respect and it was a simple spell you're making an entire city well you're making everyone forget one fact yep. and it's you literally can just go and literally either go in everyone's mind and mute what he says so you kind of just go huh what what he was talking about then and did everybody not remember so here's another thing that i kind of wanted to uh bring up especially when it comes to speculation and expectations you remember uh and when far from home dropped right mm -hmm. and they were like yeah mysterio's the hero because it's him from a different world and that they were doing all the multiverse shit in that movie remember that bro you mean the and then the movie came out and then mean... all of the og spider-man fans were like hey bro we've been trying to tell y'all this motherfucker was evil bro what made me weak and it took you explaining it to me that kind of made me mad because I was still pissed off that he said that that Earth was 616, uh -huh. especially when we already know that, that that the MCU is like Earth 2319 or some dumb shit like that. And I'm like, motherfucker, you... Mm. He was like, no, no, no. He said it so that we would all know that it's le it's a legit multiverse and they just say that he's from a multiverse and then well, not, it's, it's not even that because he said just enough shit that was right in order for like in order for everybody to believe him mm -hmm. but again like you said he said they were in the wrong multiverse which is where i was like ah i see he know like he's saying just enough to well Disney essentially put, well, Marvel put in just enough mm -hmm. to kind of get people off of their trail so that when the twist comes in later, they can still pull the gotcha shit, yeah. which they did. And it got a lot of people. The only hey. people who it didn't catch were the OG Spider-Man fans like, hey, bro, y'all think that Mysterio, the biggest, arguably, Spider-Man villain he has outside of Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, Craven the Hunter, and Venom, is gonna be the good guy helping him out on this With when the, his whole thing is lying to people you really think <laughs> to to be fair to to be fair like this the mcu likes to pick and choose how it wants to do certain things oh absolutely and they use that to their advantage exactly which so is why, that's why I'm I'm laughing I, at I wouldn't this. Have, i wouldn't have put it past them if they did make him a good guy and had like Sandman and well, all the, the elemental men, the elemental men, the metal men, <laughs> liquid metal, stone metal. I'm stop, stop. Um, <laughs> but what really like got me with that movie is, um, was that it was one of those movies where shout out to how it should have ended, it was a good ride. Mm -hmm. But certain stuff should not have happened in that movie. Even now that I'm thinking about, like, how do we allow this to slide? Like, he has the most sophisticated pair of glasses uh -huh. on that whole planet that didn't come out Wakanda. And you mean to tell me the glasses did not tell him that Mysterio was an ex-worker? Like, the glasses believe him? Think about this. This man is so good. Re he remember, the, the glasses wasn't believing anything. The glasses was just following directions. So that shit did, wouldn't work for anybody until he said that. He was like, hey, transfer all controls over to him, which he manipulated the shit out of Peter in order to do in the first place, Man. which he said kind of comes, comes to my next kind of worry. So 
this is kind of a two-parter mainly because of the fact that a of what uh the older movie set up let's let's just say that everybody is correct because again uh mcu has been getting well the mcu fan base has been getting better with their sleuthing and digging and hell i was surprised that anybody else got fucking agatha harkness the uh dark hold and Kathan, even though like that number was still small when it did actually hit when everybody else caught the fuck up after I was blasting you and my girl about all of that shit. Man. <laughs> but uh, every, <laughs> everything with uh, the older movies, right? Mm-hmm. And how Doc Ock is popping up in the movie saying, Hello, Peter. Here's what doesn't technically make sense. He sacrifices himself for the greater good at the end of that movie, right? Why is he still a bad guy? Yeah. It depends on when they pull him because... No, it's it's not even that because, remember, he doesn't discover he's Peter until, like, later on close to the end of the movie anyway. Yeah, so how would he know that that's Peter? Before that that last shit when he's throwing cars into them because of the fact that he knows who he is so he's attacking them directly so like, it's this this is the most convoluted explanation i will ever uh, so get. i don't think there's a convoluted explanation i well, really just think that this is just not that doc ock no. if we're going multiverse why would we just why would we, we pull the same one from the movie obviously his story has already been done he's yeah. already been redeemed so why would you throw all of that shit away just for a scene you yeah, wouldn't. No. So it would be a different one, especially because of the fact that we have, oh, I don't know, Doctor Strange's movie called The Multiverse of Madness. Which, like, go figure, I also found out that apparently Professor X is now going to be in that movie. Well, they can throw whoever they want to in it. And it'll make sense. It, it won't really matter because at the end of the day, uh, Professor X isn't as big of a character as people want to like, pretend because if he was, there wouldn't be three other like mainline X Men well, comics even, and shows that had nothing to do with Professor X and was fine even, and are actually more prop or more uh, popular than the OGs. I don't even think he's in the new run that they currently have. But it's I I don't really read the X Men like that anymore. I fell off. Yeah, but so, but at the same time, like everybody's expectation that this is those same ones I feel like will hurt some people. Oh yeah, because we already know that yes, Jamie Foxx is coming back as an Electro. Mm-hmm. We don't know what kind of Electro. He, he from the he way 2.0 or singular. So, from the way it's going, it's not the same one from his movie. So, he's not going he's not coming back as 2.0. He's coming back as like 1.0. All right, so you remember like when Electro went back physical, but he was like really amped from his time as being 2.0. Yeah, that's the one that that is being speculated as coming back now. Okay, so it's one of those because if you pay attention, there's even a scene in the trailer where apparently he shocked the hell out of Sandman. So and that that's kind of another thing is like <sighs> I feel like they're they're trying to make they're this pulling. It wouldn't make sense for them to pull as many people they do for the Raimi-verse and only pull Jamie Foxx's Electro. They're also pulling Lizard. We don't know that. That's speculation. Yeah. That hasn't been confirmed at all. Based off of what has been confirmed, that we are getting Sandman, we are getting Electro, and we are getting Doc Ock. And we don't know who's returning from... 
homecoming from uh, MCU's yeah, or cause, Amazing. Because remember, Vulture is getting the Sinister Six together right now in jail. Yeah. I oh oh speaking of which, I want I need this to stop right now. We got Shocker, Scorpion, and uh, Vulture. Vulture technically already set up in prison, but I need this. Prowler is also there not in prison but he's around he's around i am i i do want to see donald go like full like prowler gear well that's that's like that's his whole role like that's the point yeah they they didn't give him miles so they gave him prowler but we know miles is in there but you know i'm trying to figure out are they trying to make it so that this miles is is it's closer to the actual ultimate comics where when peter who died at i think at like what 16 well, nah, he, uh, Peter dies, like... In the Ultimate. Like, he was already an adult when he died. Mm, he was still in high school when he died in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, but when I mean, he, I was like, he's like 17 or 18. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was 18. We'll have to go back. Because but Miles, if like, Miles was, was like, like... 12, 13 when he yeah, got to suit. He was about to become, like, he was about to become a freshman in high school. Yeah. But, um, if they're going with that, because... The age gaps is like really huge, unless they want to pull a little blip thing, where Miles didn't get blip, but Peter did. So well, obviously, up. well, they're probably going to do that. Yeah, that mainly because them. of the fact that uh, Peter is essentially so much younger when it comes to yeah. uh, what he's been doing. I just want people who enjoyed this movie for what it is. I swear. Now, I granted the MCU is probably going to write it a lot better, but I swear. Y'all need, if this movie is a success, y'all need to stop saying one of the reasons y'all hate The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3 from the Sam Raimi trilogy is because we didn't have too many villains. We about to get a whole movie with at least seven of them. Well, to be fair, like too many villains isn't what made that movie bad. Well, when both it came of to them Spider-Man are Spider-Man 3. No. And well, technically both of them, like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was bad for different reasons. They didn't really have a good story to mesh. All of the plot development that they were trying to give to different characters didn't matter. They spent in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 specifically, they spent way too much time on Peter's parents. Like that wasn't anything that mattered. And they kind of threw away the Peter being like it could have been anybody thing when they did the whole Peter's parents are the reason why the spiders were a thing in the first place because it kind of made it so that he was destined for it and that is kind of like it was spitting in the face of what Spider-Man was yeah it was almost sort of like how they did the Venom symbiote in the ultimate verse where it was a combination of their parents yeah between him and Eddie's parents working on it and it was there's a there's a lot of stuff that can kind of spit in the face of that which honestly is fine if it's done correctly mm-hmm. like say what you will about the venom movies but like yes there are people who still can't get over the fact that they're just like well venom is a spider-man thing so they are like if it ha- doesn't have anything to do with spider-man it's just not as good as it could be yeah but venom but, is so iconic he's moved past <sighs> venom hasn't needed spider-man since age of Which, go figure, is where all of his interesting stuff is. But at the same time, I think, again, the speculation of, well, this movie can't be good because of the fact that it has nothing to do with Spider-Man also turned off a lot of people prematurely, and it hurt that movie as well. Now, granted, luckily, somehow, uh, we haven't seen it yet, but Let There Be Carnage has apparently turned that around. Let There Be Carnage. Even though... It is a campier movie than Venom was. 
which apparently was the majority of people's problem. So well, if I, I this, never understand what is if Carnage. If Let There Be Carnage is a campier movie, why do people hate Venom so much but love this one? Because no one knew what to what they were getting into with the first one, and they already have an idea now. Exactly. So if you already have that set mind state of what a movie is gonna be. You, it's probably yeah. gonna fuck you in the long. So if you if you're speculating, oh yeah, as soon as everyone heard, oh yeah, Venom isn't gonna have Spider-Man. Everyone knew it was gonna be bad, which is probably why we haven't gotten the Morbius movie or any of the well, Sony. Sp- I thought I thought the Morbius movie was just in uh, development hell because of them needed to do uh, certain reshoots, but couldn't get everybody on the same track because COVID shut all that shit down. Probably it's it's probably that, but I don't know. Like the because I'm still doing research on how the contract is going to go with Sony and Disney because we still don't know anything. Well, to past be fair, homecoming. Yeah, because Marvel may just be leaving Disney entirely. So. Yeah. We'll have to see how that goes. But that is a conversation for another time. Long story short, hey, bro, if you put too many expectations and speculation into it, you'll end up disappointing yourself. And that's not just for movies. That's also for video games. That's for any type of media that you want to sit and enjoy. If your hopes are too high... I'm sorry. It's impossible for them to meet them. Yeah. The only person who can write something that will meet or surpass your own expectations if you are like high on the fan juice is yourself. And it's just it's just not going to happen sometimes, which is fine. Like there's nothing wrong with a movie. Just (laughs) well, hello, pupper. There is nothing wrong with a movie being what it is. No, and you should... Every every movie isn't meant to win an Oscar. Every movie isn't supposed to be your well, favorite it, movie. Here's the thing. like, Movies are only made to entertain. Yep. That's it. As long as you get entertainment and enjoyment out of it. Just to be fair, yes, there are some movies you have to think about. But most movies are literally designed so that you can go, sit down, grab a box of popcorn, grab you a little drink, turn your brain off, and just enjoy two hours of nonsensical fun. Yep. That's, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I really, really hope that this movie doesn't suffer if everybody doesn't get what they want. I feel like because if Carnage... I can already see the fucking hate comments if Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire aren't in the movie and vice versa. If they are in the movie, I can see the hate comments because of the fact that they were, quote unquote, lied to. Yeah, but. Yeah, or there, even if no, they're not they're, in the movie for very long, yeah. I can see more hate comments. Man. Like there's there's too much that will cause negativity when it comes to that shit. Yeah. Unfortunately, because of the fact that fandoms don't know how to act. I'm there just, is not a single fandom that knows how to act. I'm just glad that in all honesty, if they are in it, I'm just glad that both um, Sam Raimi Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man don't hate me because I, I honestly got Tobey Maguire. God, I forgot his name that quick. Toby and Andrew are actually going to go out on well or decently written Spider-Man movies instead of the... Uh, what we got. What we got. Well, to be fair, Spider-Man 3 was because of Arya Ride. Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, 2 was... It also was a, Arya Ride. Yeah, it was, so. it, was a, it was all about... Amazing Spider-Man 2's big issue for me is a tone shift. Like, Spider-Man... Amazing Spider-Man felt more of like a Dark Knight type movie, while this new one felt more MC... The second one was more MCU. But also, that's other conversations for other times. So... 
yeah we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up we appreciate you guys for indulging us again and yeah uh the usual shenanigans that we say technically now we already have um i don't really have anything else that i'm working on outside of that minus a couple of other projects that require my audio services that i can, still cannot speak on yet um but outside of that now nah, we, we we pretty we pretty living so just share us with your friends bring more people to the conversation y'all have anything y'all want us to bring up or any examples that uh you guys wanted to either say or add that we possibly just overlooked forgot about or didn't have the time to talk about feel free to add it in we love extending the conversations elsewhere so if y'all want to please do uh, you can find all of my stuff at Lake Crimson Black on everything. I still believe uh, I do still need to go and double check to see if I have any other uh, gamer tags that I, well not gamer tags but uh, social media outlets that I need to switch over. We gonna see. I think everything is pretty uniform. So Lake Crimson Black for everything. If you want to find your boy. Uh, for me, um, every Tuesday I'm on Destiny, so if you want to hop in, my uh, fire team is always open. I need help getting through raids. Um, <laughs> Bro, I, I still haven't played Destiny in a while. I gotta pick that back up when I get the time. You and me both. Um, you can find me up there at still the old moniker Damien Drago PTO on Twitter and Instagram, where I get most of my interactions from. It will be at. Uh, Drago Warchief and on the TikTok and the YouTubes it is King Cross Creations um, interact with me check out my videos just uh, help me give the content that you want to see yeah bro help us help you we don't we don't know what y'all want because we can't read minds so until then we're gonna do what we find is fun yeah so we're gonna continue to do that but yeah. every now and then hey we don't mind like throwing something to y'all so. still looking for that flower from uh what was it chronicle <laughs> still looking for it. just gotta wait for a media shower hey, we in bro. florida no, knowing our luck we'll get flowy we won't get a <laughs> we'll get a <laughs> feed me seymour <laughs> that's what i'm expecting but oh, man. like anyway, like I always say, may your flames burn eternal and may your essence reveal your law. All right. We will see y'all next time. Deuces.